A city is complaining about a proposed AIDS memorial that looks like an anus. The police in Japan are warning residents of 20 naked men roaming the streets. And a priest is in trouble for installing beer taps inside his church. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. And the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian stuck in a closet. The city of Palm Springs complains about the AIDS memorial statue. The city of Palm Springs has agreed to revise a proposed AIDS memorial sculpture after the locals complained that the original sculpture looks like an anus. <laughs> looks like an anus. Okay. It's a nine-foot limestone sculpture. It was proposed for their downtown park, and it was designed by sculptor Philip K. Smith. It looks like a donut with ridges on it from the front. Um, the back of the sculpture looks 100% like an anus. <laughs> it looks like a butthole. I, 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 I agree. It looks just like a butthole from the back. The front, donut. The back, total butthole. Uh, they interviewed uh, the artist, Mr. Smith, who says, The opening at the center of my sculpture is at eye level and allows you to view through it, offering a connection, a sense of hope, a view beyond what is directly in front of you. I'm attempting to add great beauty and the opportunity for a reflection and remembrance. I want to evoke feelings of connection and hope while symbolizing the diverse impacts of AIDS on the community. Oh, uh, it seems to me that they didn't ask the artist about the rear of the sculpture. They just asked about the front. Yes, you look through it. And the rear of the sculpture? Yes, well, I designed it to look like a butthole. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. I, I thought a butthole would be appropriate. Um, and it would look wonderful in the park. You know, I just thought it would be a nice addition. We have some other quotes from local residents of Palm Springs. One of them named Jose said, well, this memorial looks like a graphic depiction of the backside of a human being to me. Uh, another individual says, the AIDS memorial looks like a giant butthole. <laughs> another resident says, this has become a laughing stock because it looks like what it looks like. It's become a total joke, and that's the last thing we want in the park. Another resident who was actually excited about the sculpture said, hey, Egypt's got the great sphinx. We got the great sphincter. How about that? <laughs> No, that's not really a quote. I, I just thought I would add that for humorous purposes. Humorous? Is that a word? Probably not. Now, uh, the city of Palm Springs has something called the AIDS Memorial Task Force. They are the group planning the sculpture. And they sent out a letter to the residents that said, Please know that we've heard your concerns. And a revised design of the sculpture is currently in process. We will reveal the new design later on this year. Wow, it sounds like the task force is on this mission to get a sculpture that doesn't look like a, an anus. You could just use the current one, but just change the backside slightly. I mean, you don't have to go through it months and months and months of preparation. Just use the one, keep the front, change the back. I mean, that would be my solution. It would save a lot of time and a lot of money. Or, I mean, or use the, this original and just enjoy all the PR you're going to get from this as everyone from all around goes to the park to see the anus of hope. <laughs> you can't, you can't really put that up there though, despite the good PR that you would get or negative PR, but they say any PR is good PR, correct? In a few weeks, you'd have a, a headline that would say 
anus destroyed in Palm Springs because someone would destroy the the anus. Who am I kidding? That's kind of like an every weekend headline in Palm Springs. If you know Palm Springs, am I right, guys? Hey, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that's a joke that'll cancel me. Police in Japan have sent out a warning about 20 naked lingerie wearing men near Fukuoka. Wow. The Japanese have the best scavenger hunts, don't they? <laughs> hey, I just checked off number 16 on the list. I saw 20 naked men. Okay, so the police in Fukuoka Prefecture on September 24th issued a email warning to residents in the area regarding a group of suspicious men wearing skimpy items of lingerie or nothing at all. These men have been seen in the city of Koga recently, according to the police station and the crime prevention email about 10 of these men were completely naked another 10 of them were wearing garter belts when they were spotted at 2 p.m oh man did i miss national naked guy day there's there's national days for everything it seems there's national podcast day there's national bacon day there's national cat day there's national pee your pants day isn't there i think there is there's a national day for everything and I, I, it seems like I missed National Naked Guy Day again this year. So you guys got to give me a heads up on that so I know to get out there in either my skimpy lingerie or nothing. You know, those are your choices for National Naked Guy Day. It usually comes with a side of arrest. Now, the police station in their email advised residents to take some personal safety measures. So what does the do the police have everybody's email over in Japan? That seems strange. The police don't have my email. I don't want them to have my email personally. It just seems strange that they send emails out to residents. I mean, in some instances, that could be pretty helpful, I suppose. Um, In the U.S., it seems as though the police are just using Facebook to send their announcements, which is weird because, from my experience, only the elderly are using Facebook these days. So only the elderly are apparently getting the police notifications and the warnings in my country. But in Japan, they got emails for everybody. Um, They're advising residents to take personal safety measures against these naked guys. One of the personal safety measures they're advising is, um, (laughs) this is a good one, shouting loudly if they spot suspicious naked people and avoiding dark or secluded streets to avoid the naked people. Now, uh, to me, the curious thing is uh, they tell you to shout loudly, but they don't tell you exactly what you should shout. I don't know what's appropriate. When you see 20 naked men in public, <laughs> do, you, do you just yell, exposed vital parts, exposed vital parts to the east. Everybody watch out. <laughs> naked guys, naked guys everywhere. My goodness, naked guys. I see junk. I, watch out for the junk. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what you yell. I'll tell you right now, I'm not sticking around long enough to yell anything. I'm getting the hell out of there if I see 20 naked dudes. If I see exposed genitalia in public, I'm not going to stick around for long. I mean, unless it's, you know, female genitalia, I might just just hang around just, you know, to investigate. I got to investigate. All right. I'm not going to quickly judge the situation. I need to I need more data before I make a decision. (laughs) But with the naked men in garters, I'm just I'm fleeing the scene. Now, I have a couple of theories myself as to why you might see 20 naked men walking around at 2 p.m. Perhaps uh, these are leftovers from the sex capades they had the evening before. Maybe they were at a sex club. They have these things, you know, and they engage in 
group interaction, and then maybe they're just walking home the next day. I mean, that could be one of the one of the reasons. Also, from my understanding, uh, not a lot of people are getting pregnant these days in Japan. They're very concerned about the uh, disintegration of the population, and maybe these guys are just putting it out there. You're just putting it out there, saying, "Hey, ladies, we're here." We're ready to procreate. We're ready to revitalize the population in Japan. If you could just look past the garter belts that we're wearing. Yay! A priest is in trouble for installing beer taps in the local church. A vicar is facing the wrath of some worshippers because he installed a bar and two beer taps in the local church ahead of a music and arts festival at the venue. What seems appropriate to have beer at your music and arts festival? This is a 600-year-old church called St. Ayas. It's in a place called Cornwall. It's one of the main venues for the upcoming St. Ives September Festival. This festival hosts artists, including folk singer Cara Dillon and local singer-songwriter Bailey Tompkinson. And it says here, ahead of this two-week festival of events, Reverend Nick Widows decided that the church venue will serve alcohol. So, Reverend Nick installed two beer pumps supplied by St. Ives Brewery. The Reverend says the new bar would help the venue welcome new people into the church and told parishioners that it was only going to be temporary. Uh, We have a quote here from uh, the Reverend. He says, A few of our congregation are not particular fans of the beer pumps, especially, but they are only temporary. What I say to them is that this is just part of our way of welcoming all sorts of people into our church, into our community. Many people don't come into the church building at all these days, and actually, if people come in and have a great time at this festival event, then who knows? Maybe they'll come in for something else as well when we put it on. And personally, I think Reverend Nick is onto something. I don't know if you guys have seen the attendance for church these days, but it's definitely on the downslide. People are not going to church, especially the youth. Some members of the congregation are not so open-minded. They're not very pleased. One of these individuals said, quote, This is a house of God, not a pub. Another church goer named Barry told the media, These beer pumps desecrate the memory of those who died for their faith. Well, that's a little over the top, Barry, don't you think? I mean, considering all the things the church has already done to desecrate the memory of those who died for the faith, you're going to complain about beer pumps? I can name a few other things that are much worse than the installation of beer pumps. (laughs) How about, uh, you know, the clergy installing themselves into altar boys? (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I went there, guys. I went there. Yeah, go ahead. Cancel me. I'm in a closet. See if I give a damn. We have another quote from someone who's none too pleased. This churchgoer says, For the current vicar to be photographed pulling pints wearing vestments, usually worn when celebrating the Eucharist, is completely intolerable. I know that many of the congregation will agree with my comments. Yeah, many will agree. But uh, you're all old and no one gives a damn what you think. (laughs) Look, the church is struggling for attendance, struggling, and you got to pivot. It's called pivoting. You got to do it in business, and let's let's be real. At the end of the day, church is a business, although they don't pay taxes, which is something I disagree with completely. But you know, they do have to bring people in. They do have to make money, and they have to appeal 
more importantly, to generations who just aren't interested in going to church anymore. I mean, don't you want to save their souls, guys? Don't you want to get them under the roof? Well, this is one way to do it. You know, show, show that church is fun or can be fun. Show that the people that are involved in the church, such as this individual, the vicar, I don't know what a vicar is, but it sounds like an important person. Show that the vicar is actually a pretty cool guy, someone that you can connect with. Because the youth look at these people and they go, I can never connect with that guy up there. I don't even know what he's talking about. I don't understand it. I've never even opened the Bible. How do you connect with people like that? Well, you do stuff like this. You'd be cool. You ingratiate yourself to the, in, with the community. And this is just one festival they're trying to connect with. I mean, if you really want to do it on a larger scale, you have like a music event every week in your church. Something fun. You know, I mean, they do have, there is some music in there, but it's not exactly like, you know, fun music in general. It's a lot of organs and it's, it's pretty, it's much of a snooze fest to be honest, but you could, you could occasionally have stuff like this that's fun that involves the church. And now you're connecting with new prospective churchgoers. You know, it's, short, it's so short-sighted to just say that this is a desecration of your church. That's my opinion, anyways. Any churchgoers want to call the show and give me their opinion? 646-450-2012. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for joining me. For this daily weird news episode, I appreciate it. I hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode and a shout out to everybody who reached out to me over the weekend. Big thanks and praise to someone named Char, C-H-A-R. Not sure what that's short for. It could be Charlie. Could be Charlotte. Char bought me a coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com, which is a, a really nice gesture. And then Char wrote me a nice long message. Um, thanking me, and I'll, I'll read that right now. Char wrote, I guess I'm weirder than your other listeners, Jonesy, as I need you, Jonesy. I need you to fall asleep at night. You're in my flash briefing on Alexa. I look forward to drifting off to sleep after your podcast. I put you on first in my lineup, and I get a relaxing chuckle before the other depressing, boring news comes on, and then I fall asleep during that. The only bad part is not hearing you on the weekends, Jonesy, but you deserve a rest. Drink up, my friend. Thank you. And good luck with your life. Good luck with your life, Char. And I so appreciate your generous gesture, your show of support for the Weird AF News podcast. I'm so happy to help you fall asleep at night. I'm so happy to bring something to your life, man, other than the mainstream news, which clearly you don't enjoy. Um, just a word of advice, guys. You don't have to listen to mainstream news at all. At all. You don't have to. I try to avoid it at all costs because it never makes me smile. It's just extremely debilitating on my soul and my psyche. And my, and it, and it, um, it totally flips my emotional equanimity, <laughs> my emotional equanimity. Yeah. Uh, it, it totally does, man. Anyways, big shout out to Char for buying me coffee. You guys can do that off my website or you can join the Patreon, which is like buying me a coffee every month. That's a, that's really cool to do that. I think you can join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weird AF news or go to weird AF news.com and click on the Patreon banner. Uh, I also got a review on Apple Podcasts by someone named Glasta, G-L-A-S-S-D-A, Glasta, gave me four stars. Pretty cool. So I'm grateful for that. And Glasta wrote, funny. I added this to my morning flash briefing and it makes me laugh. It's worth a listen. So 
Very sweet and to the point. I so appreciate the review, Glasta. Thank you for the four stars as well. And thanks for calling my podcast funny, which uh, I can honestly say is um, true enough. <laughs> Not always true, but true enough. Uh, if you guys would like to leave a review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts and Amazon as well. And on Spotify, you can leave me some stars if you're listening on Spotify. That only takes a second. You can just click on the stars. I'd appreciate that. And uh, giving me four stars. I'm so grateful for that. So thank you so much, Glasta. Uh, if you guys would like to email me some weird stories that you come across this week, feel free. Feel free. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also slide them into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones as well. I left the phone number earlier. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, if any of these stories triggered you, love to hear from you. I appreciate your time. We'll keep it brief and we'll see you tomorrow. And good luck with your life, man.